The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Here's what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and the truth is the sound effects power the electric grid in our country. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. What is new news is old news to God. Keep that in mind. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we tend to sit around and not do much. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Uh, that's easy because Don Crawford felt sorry for me. So that's why I have one. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're talking about, you know, trying to control something, and then the Lord challenges you, and then you let it go, and then the challenge of trying to maintain to let it go while you're trying to take the control back while God is saying, let it go, but you're trying to control it because you think you know what's best, but you're trying to trust you know, that thing right there that everybody goes through. Yeah, we're talking about stuff like that. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. That'd be sad. You can reach out to us. You might have something going on in your mind or in your heart. And you just want to ask a question. You just want to know, is it true that you can still get two tacos at Jack in the Box for $1.49? The answer is yes, it is still true. You might be wondering, what about this Bible passage or what about this situation? Or you might have a praise report or a prayer request. All of that is fantastic. Here's what we do for you to connect with us. You call us. <gasps> what? It's like a telephone. Yes. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Oh, no, no, watch this. 445-0770. When you call that number, you'll talk to Captain Chris. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like a swarm of bees bringing you fresh honey. <laughs> oh, and then you will be... I defy you to name one person in your life who's given you more compliments than I have. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Even your parents. Come on. 
there's just a lot of these. Two a day for like months and months and months. It's a crazy. Uh, the other thing you can do is you can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Now we do it in that soft radio voice that sounds like it's from PBS or something. 214-210-8483. Also, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you up to the website, but tell you a couple things just to make your mind go woo. Woo. It looks like two weeks from today, we're going to be talking about the Christian cult personal experience. Right now, the running title with it is called Christian Chaos. We will see where that comes. Of course, that'll be part one of part 30. Uh, bottom line is get ready for that. That's number one. Number two, on the website, free gift. There's a free gift on the website. If you haven't been on the website for a while, check it out. Plus, we have another surprise coming from the website. Uh, I can't even tell you that. It's very exciting. That's all I'm going to say. And then the last thing is on the website, it's a place to give. And we think that's kind of important because we were able to pay the rent, but we are running on that thin line. Not any other particular line, but thin financial line. And we don't like doing that. So if you can give, that'd be great. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. That's obviously a jet taking off, right? Is that what that is or no? That was a chicken. Okay. Robot chicken or just chicken? <laughs> See, anybody who gets that joke understands what's going on here in the booth. Uh, a couple things I want to uh, bring to your attention. We're going to pray for uh, uh, the audience, and there's something specific I want to pray because it, it happened to me yesterday. So have you ever gone through something, and you just kind of feel it building up and building up, and you're like, ay, 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 ay. and then all of a sudden there's that deflate, everything is fine, the grace of God is sufficient, it's covered moment. That's what I want to pray for the audience. So we're going to do that, plus we're going to pray for Don and Jennifer and Chris. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Just join with me in this real quickly. You got your faith. Bring it with mine. Let's do it collectively right now. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for your grace. Unmerited favor. Something so beyond us. Nothing intentional to, to deceive or anything in you. Just in us, Lord. And we just thank you for that grace that you pour out upon us. Now, specifically, we lift up Don and Jen and Chris. We ask you to bless them, keep them safe. They're helping promote gospel teachings plus encouragement of Christians throughout the station. We think that's awesome. They need protection from a spiritual point of view. And our audience, Lord, we need grace. We need to receive that grace. Some of us are so uh, control-oriented, Lord, or we're so uh, performance-oriented that it's hard for us to receive without us doing something uh, to make it like we deserve it. Help us receive your grace in our lives. We open up our hearts and minds to you and to you alone. We ask you to fill us with yourself and fill us with your grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okie dokie. What, what are we on Wednesday? This is a Wednesday, right? 
I am so far off chart now. 15 days, folks. I'm not counting the days or anything. Or hours. Don't even ask. Uh, let's get into the text. We are in this section in Psalms. We are in Psalm 22, which is just an unbelievable psalm. Again, we talked about this two weeks ago, mentioning that you know some people believe that when Jesus was saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me, that he was saying that because God turned his face away. We also mentioned that there's a verse later in the same psalm that kind of makes that kind of like, eh, 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 eh. we'll have to check that out. But we certainly know he was referring to that psalm. We've spoken on two different different segments on it. Now we're going into the third segment in verse 6 of Psalm 22, and it says this, and I want you to understand what's being said because some people take this uh, too far, and I, and I want to talk about this really, really important. Verse 6, David says, but I am a worm. Wow, how cheery is that? But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. All those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip. They shake their heads. Where they shoot out the lip. They shake their heads saying he trusted in the Lord. Let God rescue him. So I want you to understand something about this text, and I want you to follow where I'm going to go with this, and I'm going to try and relate it to something that happened literally today, an hour ago. So I mean, we're talking about fresh example to a degree. When David said, I am a worm and, and, and I am no man, this is not a false berating of himself, nor is this negative speech. If David said, I am a worm in every psalm, then it would be negative speech. If he said that in every psalm of the 150, he kept going, I'm a worm, I'm a worm, I'm a worm, I'm a worm. That would be bad. Okay, But he doesn't do that. In fact, he does this one other place this way. And so he says, I'm a worm. I'm not. And what he's doing is he's honestly expressing his feelings. <gasps> I can't believe a Christian used the word feelings. He's expressing his feelings about where he's at and what he's going through. And, by the way, he's expressing them to God, although he probably didn't know it was going to be holy writ. We all get to see it, so you get to kind of check in on it. But I want you to understand something about the feelings. There's nothing evil about feelings. Okay, For some reason, what we, what we have missed is, Faith is greater than feelings, and truth is greater than feelings. But that does not eradicate feelings. God created you that way to have feelings. It's okay, get this, watch this, to be a human. It's uh, something that uh, God designed you to be. So before this message part started right here, I was under what I consider to be the prompting or the leading or the directing or maybe just the mega thoughts uh, from the Lord about writing out a little bit of a list on what that would be to share the Christian chaos that I went through. And I want to be careful because it's very important to me that— I communicate that in a way as to not discourage people from church. Quite the contrary, I, it should encourage people, if you're not in a good church, to find a good church. That's exactly what the whole goal really turned out to be. But then I can let my feelings overwhelm me while I'm getting ready to teach, and then I can just go into, uh, you know, blah, 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 and talk about all the negative and just do a spin down. 
Or I can have those feelings but make sure that they don't rule the day and depress me and recognize that God allowed things in my life so I can spend, let's see, he allowed four years in my life so I can spend 40 years encouraging other people in a better way. Now you look at that and you go, ooh, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, we can't really compare that. And it's not that you're not allowed to have feelings. I've talked to my son about this a couple of times, something I'm still trying to work through in his brain. There's nothing wrong with feelings, but feelings don't rule the day. They're not the first, uh, the first, what are they, what is, on a train, what is it? They're different compartments? What are they called? What are those different things called? They're like, uh, whatever, the different uh, elements on the train. It's not the engine on the train is kind of where I'm trying to get to. It's not the front. It's not the thing that pushes from the rear. It's not the thing that pulls it in the front. That's that's wrong, okay? Feelings are on the train. They're just not leading, okay? It needs to be truth because you never really understand things without truth and then faith and love, okay? So Deb, uh, Deb's saying it's cars. Okay, so your first car on the train's not feelings. It doesn't mean you don't have feelings, you just don't let feelings rule the roost. I know that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know what says. All right, so I'm just bringing that up to you and trying to tell you he's saying I'm a worm, but he doesn't live there. He just recognizes that, and we see where he goes from it. We'll do that when we come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. That is great. You see, now that you cannot, I mean, that's compared to a spring and a bouncy thing. 
So you jumped off the the dock and then blew up, right? See how I can – that one was really good. Okay. Uh, oh, relax. Uh, history. Let's do history real quickly. Let's go All right, uh, I don't know how to do this one. You know, yesterday we didn't have the best one, right? Okay. First of all, it's National Battery Day. Okay, well, that's oh, fine. I love batteries. You love batteries? I mean, They're so great. <laughs> I just, I don't even know. I don't even know how to comment to that. I love batteries. They're so great. Which one? The silver ones? The gold ones? Which oh, ones? Oh, I mean, I don't know if I could pick a favorite. There's... I just don't know. And then also, uh, it's. Uh, Thumb Appreciation Day. I love having thumbs. <laughs> uh, what do you like more, batteries or thumbs? Oof, tough call. Okay. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where the first trivia question should not be too hard when I give you the hint. Ooh, ready, ready, ready? In the New Testament, what was the name of the tent maker Aquila's wife? And your only hint here has to do with Elvis. <laughs> See, this, that's a pretty good hint, actually. Joanne and Cordelia picked up on it right away. Okay. Just has it Elvis. Or maybe I should say. The Presleys. <laughs> that's that's a good way to say it. If you think you know the answer, people are scratching their head going, what? How, how do you have a Bible trivia question that has to do with Elvis? <laughs> Eric got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210. Wait. 214-210-8483. That's right. I just double-checked my own number. And then uh, David at hemusincrease.org. We do have somebody calling it. It's a pretty good hint. I mean, if you think about it, it's it's not too shabby. I've, I've given worse. And, and don't nobody freak out because we do, in fact, have another uh, Timothy grandmother mother <laughs> one coming later in the show. I'm just doing the best I can, folks. I'm sure you can appreciate that. Uh, and again, so I'm just before this show, I'm writing this stuff down about what I'm going to be sharing on this uh, on this chaotic Christian experience, and it's just it it does m- you know, mush up the feelings. But if you think about all the things that God has allowed in our lives, and recognize how He has so fine tuned so many things to His glory and honor, it is pretty cool. I mean, you start getting into the oh, that's pretty cool stuff. All right, uh, somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Okay, let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, Mr. David. This is Pastor Washington. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well on this fabulous hot, hot, hot Wednesday. 
<laughs> a little a little toastier than maybe we would like if it was like in the 70s or 80s, right? <laughs> yes, sir. But by the grace of God, we're still here. Yep. And if it's this hot here, oh, oh baby. Oh, yeah. I, I know where oh, we're yeah. not going. Yep. <laughs> All right. In the New Testament, what's the name of the tent maker Aquila's wife? Well, if I am not mistaken, that is going to be Priscilla. That is correct, sir! (laughs) That's why we had to give that little bit of a hint, because I know some people are like going, wait a minute, I'm not following. And that's why I did the Elvis hint, because I was thinking people might pick up Priscilla. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. It really was. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's such a blessing to hear from you. I appreciate it greatly. Well, thank you for the opportunity. All right. God bless you. Bless you, too, sir. Bye-bye. Love it. We just had too much fun. Well, okay. Well, not that much fun. But we have fun. All right. Let me go back to this text. I want you to. I don't want you to miss this. So this is David. And uh, did we miss anything? We didn't miss anything, right? Okay. If we do, we'll, I'm sure we're your, we're your little things to throw. Okay. I'll throw something. Okay. You, you throw something. All right. So I want to go back to this text. I want you to follow it through. And I don't want us to miss the context because I want you to see where he leads into this. When you're reading the Psalms, if you stop at a verse, you can just – you can miss so much. It's not that the verse – that the different things that are being said don't apply. But when you read it as a whole, you get the message. You get the content. The content is what it is or the context is what it is before, middle, and after. So you kind of kind of lump it together. That's that's a better way. Otherwise, people take bits and pieces and create you know weird stuff. Stuff. So in verse 6, he says, I am a worm on, and, and no man, a reproach of men, and despised by the people. And those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out of the lip. They shake their head, saying, he trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let God deliver him, since he delights in him. So it's almost like he's being mocked. Well, it's not almost like. He's being mocked in his faith. It's like, oh, yeah, if God's really on his side. Let's see God show up. Now, remember, and on the cross, when Jesus was going through this process, remember, this is a messianic psalm. When Jesus is going through us, they're all like, oh, if God's really for him, let's see God take care of this now. Oh, he's up there being crucified. It is like that kind of attitude, right? But look what else David says. This is where if you just stop there, you can just go, man, that's a bummer. But the next verse says, but you are he who took me out of the womb. You made me trust while on my mother's breast. I will cast upon, I will, I was cast upon from birth from my mother's womb. You've been my God. Be not far from me. It doesn't, Dave doesn't stop. Dave, King Dave doesn't stop at that point where he's like, ah, I'm a worm. Bummer. Okay. And then he doesn't just leave and then go off and spend the rest of the day doing something. It's like, okay, look, I'm I'm feeling it down. I know. And these people, they're ridiculing me. Oh, God really likes him. Let's see what God does. And then verse 9, but you are he who took me out of the womb. By the way, that's another great verse for those who are pro-abortion to figure out that in the womb, in the womb, in the womb. God's doing it from the womb. Hello. So he's, you took me out of the womb. You made me trust was on my mother's dress. I'm from my mother's room you've been my god he's not giving up he's just expressing his his moment of man this is hard this is tough but you have been god to me since i can remember of existence and you are going to help me and they're going to ridicule me and people are going to mock me and just so you can know 
the world ridicules you right now. If you believe in Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, I'm communicating to you. There's a comedian circuit, and they share different uh, uh, different sets. And the set that's going out, that's been going out for the last three years, is just think about that Christianity thing. How ridiculous that a father gives up his son. That's what they're talking about in comedy clubs. They're mocking us. You know what? Go ahead and mock. Because some block 5,000 will not help you when the time comes. And it's like that's the truth. And the truth of the matter is God is our God. He's faithful. And we can, be, we can go through the experience and be fully dependent, recognizing it's tough right now. But there's a better thing coming. I love that. You know, there's that great teaching, and then there's a song and some different things. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. I mean, it's just like so good. It's like, look, in life, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Do you get that? There's something that's coming. And our dependence upon God, our commitment to God, our being, our being you know, dependent at the point of even from the womb. In other words, all of our lives, God has protected us. And he's going to protect you through what you're going. What you're going to do now. He did it then. He'll do it now. And so while there's that recognition of tough, there's the recognition of faithfulness and grace and mercy. And it's not that we do everything perfect. I think pretty much everybody can bury that. You know, most people are mature enough to know that. But this calls for us to exercise confidence in the faithfulness of God. One of the things that we used to teach in in one of the churches I was in was how to understand the quality of God. And that's something that's missed. We impute to God these ridiculous less than concepts or principles because of people that we've engaged with that are that are in various positions. God is perfect. He does the God stuff perfectly. And you couldn't do it better. And that's a big part of the trust. So he says, you know, Lord, they're going to mock me. They're making fun of me. I'm trusting in you. But you know what? I am trusting in you. And I'm not going to quit trusting in you. And I've been trusting in you you since I can remember. And you've always been there. Now that, that's what David's communicating in that section. Now he's going to go on. He's going to do it again. He's going to go, you know, this is going on. This is going on. I feel like I'm just being ripped apart. But then he's going to come back and go, but you're still there. It's like it's this is the whole way the psalm goes so that we can understand how we engage with God. God is giving us a picture into this one relationship between his child and between him and the connection between the Messiah, the messianic part of the prophecy, and how it connects to Jesus. It's like, wow. That's cool stuff. As we say in theology, okie dokie. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind, destroying everyone and everything they find. is the David Spoon Experience. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been my privilege in my past. I've been a Christian for a short time, only about 40 years. But when I was in my first year, I had a chance to meet James Robeson, who had a chance to pray for my brother and myself. Uh, Very helpful at a very needful time as we were fighting our way out of a Christian cult. And uh, he prayed for clarity. And uh, it was just a pastor's gathering in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, I have the privilege again of interviewing one of what what I consider to be one of the great men of God who are still with us on this planet. And I just want to give a wholehearted welcome and open door and open heart to James Robinson. Uh, thank you, sir, for being a part of our show and a part of our audience. Well, David, it's a pleasure to join with you, and I'm grateful that praying together was uh, meaningful to you and a, a very important part and point in your life. So just joy to be with you and your listeners. Now, David, can I just download what I believe is the heart of our Heavenly Father to your listeners for a few minutes? Yes, please, by all means. When I spoke to the leaders before the election, and I talked about the need, this is in Washington, there were nearly 2,000 pastors and church leaders there. And I said, I'm telling you, there are people right now who are being captivated by the Jesus they see in some of our lives. And I said, listen to me. We have a fatherless nation, desperately in need of a father. If we, as believers, as Christians, who have the perfect father, if we would show people clearly what the family of the perfect father looks like, I believe the fatherless would run to the father and the father's house. And I believe that. I said that to the president of the United States. I said, sir, your children say you're a good father. Eric Trump happened to be sitting by me when I first said that. Eric said, he's a great father. I said, well, he may be, but that doesn't mean he's flawless. I do believe that we need a father, and I believe we can pray and God can raise up people that have a father's heart. And so I began to emphasize the church revealing what the father's like. Now listen to me. We as believers comprise the body of Christ, the body of born-again, baptized into Christ believers who are born from above. We have a perfect Heavenly Father who reveals His will. He's not willing that any should perish. He said, you call on me and I'll heal your land. Now listen to me. Christian believers, we're not looking for a champion. We've got one. He's the only one that rides the white horse. We're not looking for a king. We have a king. The king of kings, the Lord of lords, that's Jesus. He holds kings in his hand. Our king, our shepherd, our father said, come to me as my family, and you ask me to heal your land in desperate need of healing. You come in humility. You come knowing I'm the only one that can heal, and I can use imperfect vessels to accomplish my perfect will. I always have. I always will. 